Yeah, no, I think a verbal time capsule would be a good segment. Wait, what, what do you mean by that? Like, you know, a time capsule? Like, um, like you know how, like, have you ever written yourself a letter at the start of a year and then opened it at the end oh, of yeah, the year? Yeah, like, or, like, type idea? But I'm going to jerk off only sure. 12 ounces you know, of I'm, semen. I'm going to get a, I have a six-pack, you know, <laughs> yeah, all yeah, these yeah. all these classic <laughs> things. And then you end up listening to it and you're like, man, I'm still a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I wonder if anyone's put, like, semen in a time capsule. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's had to have been done. <laughs> they didn't know it was a time castle. <laughs> they just jerked off in a shoebox and left it in the yard. Questions? Nerds! What's it like in the States? Is it just like the flicks? What's the weather like? Have you flown in a plane? Are there cops and robbers? Are the cowboys and Indians, do you know John Wayne? Have you ever seen a puma? Have you eaten a sasuma? Do you like hamburgers? Do your cows go moo? Have you crossed the Mississippi? Have you caught a barracuda? Have you been to Colorado or to Kalamazoo? Have you got pus? No, we have bars. She catch the bus? No, we all drive cars. Have you ever had a pasty? No, we have not. Is it true that you eat dogs? They're hot. What's up? It's Troy. It's Matt. This is 40th Street. All right, we are live. Back on Friday schedule, right? Back on Friday schedule. It's November 18th, 9 9.55, November 18th, the we... last week before Thanksgiving. My first Thanksgiving back in the States in two years. Uh, can't wait to... Because oh, next week we're having like a family family reunion for my mom. Or not my mom. My grandmother's 90th, right? Okay. It's down in Newport, some house, which will be nice because it'll basically just be able to walk yeah, to yeah, the yeah. reunion. Uh, but it's with that side of the family that, it, you know... There's going to be, like, skits and shit prepared. So. Oh, like children doing things and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to be saying or sitting around the Thanksgiving t- table to saying what we're uh, thankful for, which is uh, always fun. What are you typing? Um, I'm just getting a couple things up. Oh, yeah. We were also supposed to uh, be joined by our other roommate and good friend, David, but he's out sick today there's been uh it's 2022 and it seems like this whatever this is is worse than it's been the past two years this is this was worse mine was worse than covid we've had our own 40th street pandemic sweep through the house i honestly thought because i I swear to god this is like the longest i've been in my life under the weather of something like the sequence was i kind of felt like i had some sort of flu then i got that like gnarly cough yeah which that was just more annoying because you couldn't do anything. You barely talk or breathe. And then uh, I just got like bad fucking stomach aches like a w- for like three weeks straight. Yeah. Whatever that was was being passed around. Uh, but yeah, and even people at our office right now, I think like they're they started sending the nurses back to like test for COVID when you go in. Yeah, I I haven't felt that sick in a while. Yeah, that was that was sicker than COVID. I haven't felt that sick since pneumonia. 
Yeah. I have a pretty funny story that I want to tell about it, but I want to wait until we have the right guest on because it's a poop story. Of, of COVID or what? No, of what I just had. But it's a, t- it's a story where we should have Tim on because he'll like it a lot more than any other okay. guest, I think. Um, you, it, it was even affecting your bowels? Dude, I... I just thought it was like a gnarly strep throat. That's kind of what I felt this time. So the, I, I had a fever. The fever went to... Sore throat and like fatigue and like lymph nodes. Then it went to throwing up and shitting. Then it went back to so- horrible sore throat. Oh. And then it like fizz- the last thing I had was like swollen lymph nodes and phlegm. Like I went through every single symptom on earth. And that was like over the span of a week? Of eight days. Yeah. Holy Literally balls. like every two days I'd get like a new symptom class. And I was like, all right, what the hell? I thought I got hit by two things at once. I was like, I'm getting the double bukkake yeah. but i think it was just the flu mine was just flu normal cough that i was getting over but then I, like one of those past weekends i felt like i, I was like oh i'm improving friday night let's just go out have fun is i think when chad was over here yeah and then monday came bad and i was like 10 times worse yeah yeah yeah. and then I, I had to take a day off but it was just shitty cough i never got the runs or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and I never really had a cough. I, I would just force myself to cough to clear my sinuses. But yeah, no, the run, it's yeah. a run story. It, yeah. like, it, it's the weird thing, though, that's going on or that happened was it was me. And then right when I'm getting over it, it hit you. Yeah. And now you're pretty much over it. And David's, now David's like, <laughs> I am not envious of him right yeah. now. And he was supposed to do like a bar crawl on Saturday, too. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. had like, it's all planned. So that's a huge bummer. Yeah, Will. I mean, hopefully he doesn't get the runs during his 5K tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I literally said to David, I said to David last night, I saw him, I was like, dude, how have you escaped this yeah. flu season? Yeah. No, and I probably should have knocked on some wood after that. I mean, I guess the only benefit is that we got it at the start. So right. we're like cooking now for the rest yeah. of flu season. I don't know. After seeing you as like a hospital patient, I was kind of getting worried that you had something, something else. different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like tempted to go get a flu shot. I was like, like I never stupid? looked like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple of days in there where I, I had like a horrible brain fog too. So I don't really know all the days kind of just like amalgamate into one. And I don't yeah. really, can't really discern one from the other except yeah. for the drive up to LA. So and was Jordan, like with you the whole time? She was she had the same exact sickness essentially, but was one day behind me. Ah, I got I sick. My fever was on Tuesday. Her fever was Wednesday. Um, and I don't think she'd tell me if she was shitting her brains out, but uh, she was throwing <laughs> up at it. some point. Yeah, <laughs> she was in your room the whole time. <laughs> exactly. No, I don't think she got the bowel, the lower bowels, but she yeah. she was also. Are you sure that's not just because you had Arby's? Like, uh, I, you know, I wish I could blame the Arby's. In fact, I should. <laughs> I should email their corporate. Be like, hey, you're that you caused COVID. Arby's. Arby's. We got the Chili's bit. gave me pneumonia. Arby's <laughs> gave me COVID flu. <laughs> Fuck the Wuhan lab. Arby's is the real call for it <laughs> someone someone tweet that but yeah. joe biden go figure that out that's how you get uh that's how you get you know not just kicked off twitter that's how you get you know jfk yeah oh, once you, you go. go you go for the chinese labs you're just like kind of chunned from social media you go for arby's that's when yeah. you know true america patriots will come after you yeah. <laughs> the entire south just fucking cocks their rifles and threatens to secede <laughs> until you take that back <laughs> No, so while we were sick, 
we because you went up to LA for the uh, Dave's birthday. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go, Jordan and I, but we got sick. But we're still like, fuck it, let's. This was like what six days into the sickness, day six, I think. So like thinking it's almost over, but not really. No, it was day five, and then Saturday, Sunday was day six, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on, we decided like, oh, let's just go be sick at this hotel. Like, let's just go be sick in a new location. And like, Wait, maybe... so you went up to the hotel you booked for days? Yeah, 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 oh. exactly. We were still in MDR. So I was texting, I forget who I was texting That's about still strange. like. <laughs> sick in a new setting. It was literally because like, yeah. like in the morning you kind of felt a little better. Not better, you still felt like hell. Um, but like my fever was gone, hers wasn't. But I was just still like really tired and just feeling really shitty. So you just terrible checked throughout. into the hotel, went to your room, and didn't really leave. The well, hotel. also we don't have a TV in my room, so we were like, "Oh, let's go. To, we'll watch like a movie oh, at the hotel." Right, right. And it was only fifty minute drive, so like it wasn't a, really that bad. Like a rehab, but kind of. Yeah, and we're like, "Oh, it's in MDR, so we can take like a walk," which we took like a five minute walk, and we're like, "Oh, fuck this." Yeah, but yeah. we actually tried. We we actually went to dinner. We attempted to go to dinner, and thirty minutes in, we kind of just both looked at each other. And we're like, "We got to get out of here." Yeah. And, but um, the the hotel, nice hotel. We get we check in into our room and like go to dinner come back it's probably like 10 30 11 and there's mm-hmm. just this dog incessantly barking like a hound outside the hotel in the hotel what like, raw, raw, by itself raw. yeah and i call the front desk i'm like hey wait, wait, like not on a leash just like a dog no, no, it's was... in someone's room like this oh, hellhound is in the oh, room i was picturing in the lobby like no. in pokemon go <laughs> just, yeah, but it's an actual dog you know and not a fucking <laughs> abra or whatever <laughs> just like barking he's like Dude, I didn't think I was that sick. Yeah. No, no. So <laughs> the schnauzer just going at it <laughs> instead of a bellhop. <laughs> no, so I call the front desk. I'm like, hey, there is a dog barking. And they're like, we're so sorry, sir. Like, we'll send out security. Security comes, knocks on the door, whatever. Doesn't get a hold of the owner, but they go in. And then, like, they give us a call back. I'm like, hey, the owner isn't there. We can't get a hold of them. Like, we can move you rooms if you like if you need that and we're like well we're not really going to bed yet like so we'll wait and see if it the dog shuts up okay. dog doesn't shut up after like it's just 10 minutes of just like a great dane barking yeah so we're like okay this was saturday night right? saturday night yeah so they were either out and left the dog that's probably what happened they were out and left the dog yeah yeah, yeah. so they move us rooms right they sent up the little bellhop we're like no we don't need like our luggage we just need you to give us a room key so they give us a room key, and then they get so our new new uh, room is on the sixth floor. No no joke. Elevator opens. I hear a yap, like a bark, and I'm like, no fucking way. The and Jordan looks at me floor. too. <laughs> no different dog. So we go into our room, and there's like this little yappy dog that won't shut the fuck up. And I'm like, this is not happening right now. <laughs> You're staying at a pet motel. Literally, it was a kennel. <laughs> it was a Ritz Carlton kennel. It was unbelievable what was happening. So I call the front desk again. I'm like, hey, there's a. I'm not kidding. There's another dog that won't shut up up here. And there he's like, sorry, sir. Uh, yeah, people like travel with their dogs. And I was like, well, listen, if it's a human, like a kid or throwing a party next yeah, door that yeah. won't stop making fucking noise, that's keeping everyone awake, you, you kick him out of your hotel. Yeah, yeah. Why is this dog suddenly getting like preferential treatment because it's an animal? Because <laughs> And can. the guy didn't really have anything for that. He's like, yeah, it's our, you know, we, we allow animals. I was like, yeah, but you don't allow things that fucking bark 
incessantly yeah, at 11. This is why you hire the old yeller, like, uh, fucking weirdo, Mad-Eye Moody hotel Ex- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought... Take him out back. They needed that. They needed some guy to just take the dog and move him somewhere. But, so, finally, so, like, he's like, all right, we'll send someone up. So, they send someone up, and then... I end up calling 15 minutes later. I'm like, Hey, what, what, what do you got for me? Like, this is unreal. Like I'm not, I, this isn't happening. So he's like, here, like, you know, he's like, you know what? Like, you know, we moved your rooms already. There's a dog next door. We're just gonna give you a suite on the 11th floor. So we got top floor. They gave us a suite with no one else around. Hell yeah. Gave us like a food credit and our checkout was at 4 PM the next day. So oh, we were just nice. we were just chilling in the hotel room. We got the suite totally lost on us. We're yeah, sick yeah. as fuck. Also because it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. nighttime now. You know how like sickness is right. peak at night. Mm-hmm. We were so fucking sick. Yeah, which is also probably why they were willing to do it because you're in Marina del Rey. There's probably not many people in the hotel at this time. Cause yeah, because also it's two weeks before a holiday. So who's yeah. traveling, right? Yeah. But the amount. What I was totally miffed about was who a dog owner. You just bring your fucking dog, so what if, what go if, to a Taylor Swift concert in Inglewood, yeah. and leave no. your dog till, till no. two? Just be like, ah, fuck it. No, what's, what's going on actually is these dog ho- like actual dog hotels are expensive as fuck. So what these people are doing is they're just getting normal hotel rooms for the dog, and they're like paying the like cleaning ladies like twenty dollars a day to like feed yeah. them and take them out. That actually wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, well, if you if you were a cleaning lady, that'd be like easy. You make extra cash? Yeah, I mean, if I, I, that first dog, I think, would have killed anyone that had gone into that hotel room. It was mad. It, was, it wanted it. Was it a big boy? Oh, it had to have been a big boy. It was a deep, guttural, yeah. So, but no, that was, that was wild. I was, like, in disbelief. You know what you could have done? You could have got, like, uh, I don't know, like a piece of bologna, right? I always used to give my dog bologna as yeah. a treat, especially give it medicine, and then put like a fat block of an edible if you had it, and slit it under the door, and, had and it then just, just like go to town to, on it. <laughs> it goes to town like the beach from Sandlot, and then like you just kind of sit there and you slowly listen to the barks. You do you think the dog was in not in a cage? Do you think the dog was just roaming free around the room? That's wild. Oh yeah, you know. If it is, I mean, it's probably fucking that room up yeah, in a yeah, good yeah. way. Yeah, it's pissing everywhere and taking a shit. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I'm going to have to look now to see if hotels are pet friendly. No, but this is, a th- like, beyond that, a lot of them are because now I think what happened was... Uh, is a pet hotel. I think most hotels used to not be pet friendly right but then what everyone started doing was getting those like service dogs service dogs and they're like fuck this let's just make them pay for it yeah you know that makes sense okay. like because if you offer that as a feature you could like raise the price on people with the pet mm. instead of like dealing with their bullshit like oh no i have to have this room you know in order because i need this for emotional i have you know chlamydia or something so I need yeah <laughs> did i, I give it. you the tag yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah but dude a dog's like it's like 80 to 100 bucks a night for dog hotel type idea that's this that's what i'm saying that's almost as much as a, a human hotel i mean that's yeah i mean yeah that's it's not what i expected i didn't think it would does it vary based on dog like is a doberman more expensive than a shit yeah i think so. according to this there's like different tiers of like size by pounds right, they can't put all the dogs in the together same right yeah 
also it must be like if it's neutered or not you have to pay more if it, like aggressive dog yeah, yeah balls my um imagine if you went to get your dog from the fucking can uh, the dog hotel and it was pregnant like <laughs> And you thought you spayed it or whatever it is. <laughs> so like, trying to find the daddy, you do dog version of Cherry Springer, go back to that motel. Uh, yeah, you just start swabbing dogs. <laughs> like, it's just the one that humps your leg immediately. You're like, it's got to be that one. That this, one. This the is, Harvey Weinstein of the dog world. <laughs> this is a way better than uh, like Jersey Shore real world. We should do this. Like make this a show. Which dog is in the dog motel fucking all the other dogs? <laughs> So I, I won't say the name, but I know someone who left their dog overnight with, it wasn't like a professional. It was more of a, like probably like Uber, Wag or Rover where you just, you, you drop your dog off at someone's house essentially. And this was like a home kennel. So like this lady did a few dogs. Long story short, she comes back one night and the person is still on vacation who owns the dog, but she dropped her dog off. And she comes back, and the one dog had gotten ripped to shreds by a larger dog. Literally, I guess. Wait, one of her other dogs are just one another... of the other dogs in the boarding thing. They were like of similar ish size, but one was still larger. And I guess it fucking the entire house. I guess was just covered. So in blood. she saw it, and there was no one watching it, and it just. So she, the lady who was like keeping all the dogs or she was taking care of them all had yeah. left the house for like a drug addict like whatever it is yeah, yeah who knows it could just i'll yeah. take care of your dog I'll get, yeah exactly <laughs> but she'd gone away for a few hours and i guess like thought the dogs were getting along and were fine and like she like the, the correct dogs were in the correct locations but i guess this one ended up yeah absolutely murdering this other it was i guess there was just blood all over the downstairs of the house the one was clearly trying to escape and was just getting fucked up that's so gnarly I couldn't. I think. I think actually, Joe Rogan has told a story of that about that same thing happening to him, where he had two dogs. Because th- this happens with like pound dogs, where you get them and they might seem like well behaved. Yeah. But then, so like you kind of stay with them a lot, and then over time, like it's like all right, it's you know they're it's mature enough, I guess, to uh, be left alone, not in a crate or anything like that. Yeah with my other dog who's also like maybe a smaller one but they're pound dogs so like if one thing like fucking makes them snap then it's game over you know mm-hmm. uh if they have some whatever fucking problem yeah yeah yeah. some yeah. mental disorder of the yeah, doggy it's like anger bridal child like, yeah <laughs> you never know if, what the teacher's gonna say him in class before he starts bringing out the snaps AR-15. yeah <laughs> he's like oh yeah you know brandon looks pretty normal for all those years <laughs> Dude, everyone had that kid at their school that was like, that is a school shooter, but yeah, don't need to name any names, but we all, we all had one. Yeah, dude, I couldn't actually, I think about that now with like offices, especially like working for a bigger company. It's like, who out of here is going to snap baby dude when that's i live why, in, that's like the most incentive these days to be nice to it, anyone yeah, you know just, what i mean and friendly smile yeah, be yeah kind yeah. to them hopefully they're not like oh i'm gonna kill my friend first and then yeah, the yeah, rest yeah. of them but yeah no it totally is that's like okay it's almost like the weirder you are the more it's like oh fuck like i'm gonna not uh ignore you yeah <laughs> dude in in texas dudes would have guns in their backpacks at work 
like firearms at work. Yeah. In their like briefcase, there was like a couple guys I knew that had their weapons with them. Like discreetly? Yeah. They they had like concealed permit. I mean, it's Texas. I don't even know when you need it, but like, I'm not sure, but they were, yeah, they were essentially just corporate dudes that, you know, every day they bring their briefcase. Right. And then it was their, you know, Glock nine millimeter, whatever it was. Right. And I was always like, what's the, what's the point of this? Like, I don't know. It's Texas. I was like, I guess so. But it's yeah. also work. <laughs> Dude, if you get caught with that in California, you're just like out of there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine a California business that isn't like a gun range or a firearms yeah, t- yeah. related to allow that. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly I like you know, think people should be able to have a fucking gun if they wanted to. Yeah. But if I actually saw it in practice, like at work, I'd be like, whoa, that is a, that is out of bizarre. Yeah. yeah, Not the environment I expected that. (laughs) Like we're all on the same team here, right? Who's like, it's like, yeah, I know fucking like Jacob over there has the crazy eyes when he gets like the coffee machine's not working. Yeah. Uh Oh, if like you have to bring the Glock, he he gets a candy bar at the vending machine. It doesn't drop down. All of a sudden that's the trigger. Uh, also, the kind of weird uh, thing about, like, the firearm self-defense, like, archetype person is, like, how many of people who, like, do that almost kind of want something to happen? Yeah. So they could, like, go into, like, hero A, a hero, perse- like, a fetish to get. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like, are you prepared because you think it's going to happen? Or do you want it to happen so you're prepared for yeah. it to That's my worst fear for why I – well, I mean for any number of reasons. I don't need a concealed carry permit. But I wouldn't know – like there is an appropriate time to bring out lethal force. Do I have the ability to really discern that? Like I don't want to – Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, what exactly. if I What if I do it at the wrong time? Or, you yeah. know, like when is the right time? Right. And, and even if I had that – I just think my first instinct would be to escape. Yeah, flee. Just get the fuck out of there. Dude, the gnarliest Reddit video, I should have sent it to you. Uh, It's uh, a guy walks into like a methadone clinic with some big assault rifle looking thing. There's a, there's a, essentially like a a teller or whatever behind glass and there's like a black guy talking to it. And the, the caption was like methadone clinic shooting, like disarming. The guy with the gun walks in, shoots the wall. There's like the black dude is in the same room in the lobby with him essentially this far away they're in a lobby essentially like a little doctor's office he just looks at him and shoots the wall shoots the wall behind him well the black Uh. guy the black guy attempts to jump through the window to get into the teller's thing like to escape then reaches to grab the door it's locked immediate flight is gone goes into immediate fight mode runs over to the guy grabs the barrel like wraps around him just starts like choking him out while this guy had already Wait, so he tried to around. escape first he exactly and he just realized like you can literally like see it like yeah, jumps yeah. through the window jumps through a door and just looks over it's like i that, that's not working yeah I literally it was an in, in, insane yeah, yeah. just like visceral reaction of i can't yeah. fly so i need i have to fight my yeah. only option totally works right gets the gun barrel and then, like, also the end of the butt of the gun and just gets the guy in, like, a full choke. I mean, that guy probably felt like a total fucking idiot. Gets disarmed in a lobby so, after already we So at the beginning, though, the he wall. wasn't aiming it at the guy. He no. He just, he, I think he would – I don't know if he was trying to rob the place or one okay. of the drugs that they had at the methadone clinic. Yeah. But, yeah, he just shoots the wall behind the black guy. Yeah. And it, it was a crazy reaction. I wish I could bring up the video. Maybe I can find it. Yeah. I'll send it to me. Or bring it up. 
Yeah, dude. Dude, I think everyone likes to think of themselves as like the vigilante hero when the moment arises. But the truth is, is you like your first instincts just to flee because you're not in a mode where you're like evaluating like, oh, am I actually like helping out others? You're just like instinctually like survival mode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think what happens a lot of time, which this probably sounds pretty shitty because a lot of people who like, you know, do courageous acts in those moments and then also don't live yeah is like probably more along that story of what that like happened to that guy it's like you know your first instinct is like i need to protect myself but then if that doesn't work for whatever reason then you're like fuck i have to confront exactly and then you might like actually help others around you by doing that process uh, but unfortunately for yourself, like like altruistically self-serving. Yeah, yeah in a exactly. Way. It, was like, it was like actually still self-serving because your first options didn't work. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because that one also didn't work, but it served others, it's like, oh no, the instinct was actually to do that initially, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. Truth is, it's probably not. Wait, here. So here's the video. It's 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 quick. It's like 20 seconds. We can get you live. You can bring your mic over now too. Watch out, don't oh, yeah. the candle. Oh shit! Look at this. Whoa. Grabs, tries to run through, just oh fucking fuck. goes into full fight mode. So he shot right next, right to next him. to him. Just shoots the wall right behind him, and then there's like this no scuffle. No way! Oh yeah. my god! And then someone else came yeah, out with exactly. him. It's insane. Like it's it just it absolutely wild. Like we go to the beginning again, real quick. Okay, okay, I missed okay. kind of, or I wasn't really sure. Okay, I was kind of looking at this broad. Yeah, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's easy on the eyes. Boom. Boom! Out! Look, get the fuck flight, and then he's like, and, I, "Dude, that's the only way to go." Yeah, he's like, "I have to fight now. There's yeah, no, yeah. there's no option for me here." It was like, "I need to go to that door," but he's not letting me fucking. Yeah, no, that's that's insane. Just immediate, and then they they get the yeah, guy. And, the and that's good. that's no Glock, dude. That's like a no. fucking assault rifle. That's like mil. Yeah, it's got a scope on the top. That thing's yeah. this guy means business. Wonder why the crackhead can't sell the gun to get his crack and needs to shoot the wall. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I just hope, pray that you're never in that situation. Yeah, exactly. One of my buddies, actually, he got, like, robbed this year on a train or something like that. He still, I still haven't talked to him in detail, but I think it was actually pretty, like, traumatic. I still won't even know, like, okay, I'm getting robbed. If the guy doesn't have, like, a firearm, like, I'd still... If he's got a knife, I guess I could still shoot him. But, like... Oh, if you had a firearm. Yeah. If I had a firearm and he just was like, give me your money and he had a knife, I probably would still just give him my money. You think so? I don't You might be. I think if he had a knife, it like it's one of those when you're not in the moment, it doesn't seem as threatening. But I think in the moment, I would be threat- it, threatening. Yeah, I, I can't place myself there, actually. You just see knives like. Do, do you think do you think you have a better chance of setting off the attackers fight or flight response? When you pull out your firearm, no, like you're more likely to get stabbed. They've premeditated it. So oh, so they're not they're, in that yeah. state of the their same. Their instincts take a lot more to to do. Trigger. Okay, I could see that. That makes sense. Uh, it's like if you, I don't know, planned out like, uh, I don't know, like it's a bit, like I guess it's like the offense versus defensive mindset. You mm. know, uh, like if you're an underdog in a fight, you kind of have a gear you could get into that the the favorite doesn't. You know, the favorites still might have the advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, 
Also, the dudes that have typically the dudes you see are that have sidearms and carry around guns are just the worst uh, representatives for that brand of people. Yeah, right? they, they look like it's like overcompensation. <laughs> yeah, usually. exactly. It's like like it's just some like fat guy you, with a hoodie on. Not even that. More like like a kind of a washed up military guy who it's like. Dude, I don't know. I, this makes me feel more comfortable. Like here, you would look out for me. You know? Yeah. No. <laughs> like I don't know how effective you. If you saw combat, I, I might be worried. You're just gonna go postal on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll go fight or flight and start like yeah. looking other people You're mowing down there. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm at a golf course. <laughs> uh, the other, the other kind of, and this is the other weird instinct that i think we have because this was effective like evolution evolutionarily yeah is to take cover but that also is it doesn't even fucking really work so it, it would be kind of like like if you are in a classroom and it's like oh take cover under the desk it's like dude if the guy has like a big ass ar yeah just, like, spray, if he wants like, to he's gonna get you essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the other shitty part is, like, you kind of... It may as well just be an open field in a lot of these situations. Dude, I, shooting guns isn't even that fun. I don't get the hobby. I don't understand the hobby, I guess. I get shotgun oh, skeet shooting. Well, skeet shooting's really fun. I did that with one of my that's military fun. friends. I was like, okay, this is exciting. Yeah. But just putting a target out and... It's fun if you do it with the boys once a year. But yeah. other, I don't... The dudes well, who go so, to a so range a gun, a gun... I, like, all right. I thought about this a lot because I, I shoot a bow and arrow. Yeah. And that is f- like, I don't think that feels like shooting a firearm. Uh-huh. Or sorry, a gun. I guess a bow could be yeah. categorized as a firearm in some sense. Um, but I think the reason why is because the energy is still coming from you when you draw back the bow. So you're a part of the mechanism. When you're f- shooting a gun, you're just releasing a trigger. Yeah. Right? So you know like you're not getting the like oh i actually aimed that feeling in relationship with the projectile and what you did yeah versus every other hobby which is like the same like like where you get that pleasure think of this like why do people like hitting golf balls arbitrarily why do people like shooting basketballs arbitrarily like it's the same reason you would shoot a bow and arrow at a target it's just like this thing that we have where it's like i'm gonna have be in control of the mechanism that will make this projectile hit the location i want it to hit yeah the difference is with a, a pistol or like a rifle, you're not actually in control of the mechanism. You're just pressing the time the, where it is going to release. The tri- yeah. So you're just doing the aiming part. You're not doing the the projecting. Like they're putting the energy into the thing. Right. So huh. uh, that's how I thought about that. Because I also don't think like shooting a pistol out of targets that... that Exhilarating or yeah, fun. Yeah. But yeah. I love all those other things. Like I could hit golf balls for hours yeah, or shoot a basketball true. by myself like... The exertion almost is part of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because you know what you did to make it end up in the wrong spot. A gun, you might, but it's not intuitive. Yeah, it's it's subtle as well. Yeah, it's very... Like, it's like, oh, I like... One degree. Yeah, yeah. There, there's not an immediate relationship between the feedback of pressing the trigger and what the tip of the barrel was doing because that's not a part of it. Right, huh. The other things, like, more is. But yeah, that's... uh. I think the truth is, is why a lot of people like it 
is because it's like they're cool you know like weapons are just like cool fucking like how do we yeah. figure out how to make that and all know? the dudes that are in it are like cool guys quote unquote cool dudes yeah, you yeah. circle jerk their all the guns it's the same reason why like when we were at uh at the air show right yeah in huntington you look around or people who like big ass tanks and cars they're not really functional at all when you really think about it it's like do we okay they are functional like they fly they can fucking destroy shit but it's like is that the level that we actually need yeah it's like no but it's like pretty cool it is pretty fucking cool yeah no (laughs) like it's like cool that we figured out how to make that thing just for the sake it's art in a way but it's just kind of destructive art <laughs> you can't be the politician that's like mm, i don't like that you're like yeah, oh, shut up like, bitch yeah. like, dude look at this fucking hummer that i totally don't need and gets eight miles to the gallon <laughs> that was a that was a family guy scene like peter's in congress and he's like if you don't vote for this war you're gay and then like really like so, like a guy shoots up he's like i'm not gay and then they all stand up they're like i'm not gay and then, <laughs> it's like we probably could win a lot of the wars with the fucking countries we pick on with <coughs> you know technology of the 60s still. yeah exactly <laughs> we, we it's supposed to be called the department of defense not the department of offense yeah. we do not, not need half of our engineers going into these but we accept it because we have a bunch of rednecks who like machines yeah that look like that and could do those things and well you know on the side we'll drive over or fly over a football field and also a beach during yeah, a big yeehaw yeah. moment <laughs> exactly uh, it's a weird collective dick swinging yeah. thing. Dude, the those are the flyovers are wild. The military pays the NFL for those. The military does. Yeah, or they pay I don't know if they do the fly with the flyover, but the whole circle jerk with the the big flag on the field, it's an advertisement. It's an ad spot. Huh, like recruiting. Yeah. It's not like a or there's a potential and there was at some point the, the the U.S. Army had paid the NFL for something like that, so I assume yeah. all of them are. Um, and it's not just the NFL doing it out of the huh. good of their heart. It's actually that. I mean, that would make sense because they spend oh, it's a, a huge lot of recruiting money, tactic, yeah, yeah. On recruiting, and it's just to capture that even as a video, right? Yeah. Like that's marketing material. Oh, I mean, look, I mean, seeing a flyover, yeah, it just looks really dope. So, and also, if you think about who the audience is at a sporting event yeah. it's very much you're in, you're a, in like cleveland ohio yeah, a demographic like, hey kid you want a better that, life yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you ever heard of afghanistan yeah. it's kind of like ohio yeah. <laughs> a little warmer <laughs> this is so fucked up it's like pretty true <laughs> holy shit <laughs> <sighs> oh god damn dude um, have you been to Ohio, by the way? Uh, no. I went there once. I've, I've been in an, air, in an airport there, but I've never actually uh, gallivanted through Ohio. I went to Dayton, Ohio on the way. Uh, I, was, I was working in Texas, like Granbury, Texas, okay. one, one summer in college. And there was a wedding, like a, like, not like a big wedding, but the guy I was working for, I was like living with at the time. He was a pilot. And his, like, sister was getting married in, like, New England. Yeah. And he thought it'd be fun. Like, oh, let's just take the small uh, prop planes and fly all the way from Texas to New England. So right. You have to stop at all these, like, small airports along the way. And our 
place we stopped for the day, like the one night, because you can't, it's not like taking out an airline. Yeah. You get there in five hours. It takes a lot longer. So we had one night in a hotel and it was in Dayton, Ohio. And oh my God, man, like I just would never, I'd probably, like living there. Dayton, Ohio. I, I just don't know what I would do. The, actually, they had a cool Air Force Museum. So I guess if you worked there, you would probably be like, that's what a lot of these cities I always want. Like, what do you do as a youth? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fast food restaurants and, like, the gas station seemed to kind of pop in. Like, a lot of people behind, like, lotto tickets and shit. Probably a lot of uh, American spirits smoked out there. Marlboro Reds or something. Yeah. I mean, it's cheap as fuck to live there. So if you are, f- like, frugal, then you're not worried about that, at least. Yeah. A man of, uh, if you're a man of little small pleasures, I think the most yeehaw thing I went to, I when I was in Texas, I uh, when I lived there, I went to the Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, and whoa, I mean Fort Worth's pretty yeehaw anyway. I, I mean you've Fort been Worth there, kind of bougie. No, so t- TCU's Fort Worth is so like by TCU. Right, no, no, no. But once you kind of get out of that little area, it gets okay. pretty... So the and, college is kind of like college town. Exactly. Area. You leave that, and all of a sudden you're back yeah, in yeah, the yeah, south. Yeah. But um, the I saw like Confederate flag overalls. It was par for the course to have a yeah. Confederate flag at the speed. I was just cra- I was cracking up. Here I am in like flip-flops, just walking into the... Yeah. Like, I'm just here to see some cars turn left. Like... <laughs> Dude, no, that's when you get into it, man. You go full bore. Well, the cars never actually raced. It was the worst fucking thing I ever went to. It rained for t- 10 minutes, and it's an old track. And it, someone was explaining it to me that's really into it. And I guess when it gets wet, it's essentially a slip and slide, and yeah. there's no real good way to dry it. They have these, like, drying things, but it didn't really work out. So everyone just waited there. Everyone got drunk, and no cars ever went. Yeah, they're like, ah, this happens every other Yeah, one. no, literally, they're like, they're like oh, big bummer, <laughs> like, sell out crowd. I was like, well, yeah, I'm here, you know? I'm here drinking. Yeah, yeah I'm a mechanical engineer, and I, I've never had the, I don't know, I never had the, like, vroom, vroom passion, I guess. Probably the best way to put it. Where you just like like cars, gearhead type people, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. well, we, we don't work on cars at all. Like our generation, like my mom's generation, our parents, they were all yeah. They, they knew were. how to fix their car. Their car. Well, it's because cars weren't building. made for us to work. They weren't on. computerized. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think part of it is if you were had to build, like you respect the car a little more, respect what the people are doing yeah. behind the scenes that build them, like the F one dudes, right? But. But no, 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 going back to, like, that was a, a conscious decision that car manufacturers made in order to increase the revenues. Oh, it was like, through servicing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, let's not make it so they can run third-party or even their at-home maintenance. Uh, let's, if we just computerize shit and then make specific, very, very specific custom uh, parts. Yeah. Then, but then once you do that, then yeah, people have to rely on it. And they're just like, oh, fucking. Yeah, the idea of, of <laughs> warranty being voided as soon as the car is not done yeah, yeah, by yeah. an authorized person is the best yeah. scam ever brought on America by yeah. the corporate worlds. Yeah. Like Apple, that's their bread and butter. Yeah, 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 dude. Whenever I, I remember buying my car, it's like, yeah, would you want to get the 60,000 mile warranty? I was like, well, I know it'll be fine up until then. Yeah, so. exactly. 
<laughs> I know how these fucking things work, yeah. bro. Like, it was like the perfect bell curve, or like the curve of when it's going to break yeah. down. It just drops off a cliff <laughs> right at like 62,000 yeah, miles. So just giving you the money yeah. for free. Like, unless I get that one, like, fucking, you know, for some reason. But even Lemon then, you car. could still get it fixed, probably. Be like, there's no way the transmission it should die out at 10,000. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge scam, dude. Good for them. Have you ever had to waddle to the other stall of a bathroom because there was no toilet paper in your stall? Well, look no further because we have TP to go. This belt holstered toilet paper satchel is always at your side, so you never have to worry whether or not there's toilet paper in the stall you're using. Are you at a public park? Toilet paper's gone? You had a fancy restaurant, and there is nowhere to go. Look at TP. Fuck, I already forgot the name of the product. TP Satchel. True story, Pod. I was just at a restaurant when I was sick. It was that same killer shrimp place, and I had to fucking waddle over to the other stall. I needed this product. I was just talking to the mic for the worst ad read of all promo time. Code. I didn't write it down. No, I, it's not even a promo code. It's a failed failed ad read. Uh, promo code 40th. The failed ones are the best. Yeah. That was, we went to... Uh, so on Sunday after... Uh, after the MDR hotel, we went to this place called like Killer Shrimp. And it's like this Cajun place. And uh, What? When you were sick? Yeah. Insanity. Cajun food yeah. during the plague. Spicy Cajun food. Ate, a, ate some mussels, some clams. Uh, insanity. Insanity. Moment of levity. Were you just like, like that was kind of you thinking maybe this will just off us so we don't have yeah, to Yeah, anymore. exactly. <laughs> but they had these like to-go containers because everything it's like gumbos and stew mm-hmm. type ideas and then they had these like to-go bags that to put your food in but there was this one party uh we'll say of people they uh, were uh, you know on average size uh, a little above average yeah they were also um ohio they looked like they were cajun food eaters you know what i mean uh yeah. so they did they were done and instead of putting their like to shrimp so the shrimp would come in like this spicy broth and it was like 20 shrimps so much shrimp but instead of putting in the to-go container the dude just put he took one of the fucking plastic bags and just poured the shrimp and the liquid in this like to-go docking bag thing and just spun it and tied it off and I was like dude it's not a goldfish use the container they gave you you animal it was was so fucking funny well he's probably like oh if I you know I might be able to get more in this instead of yeah maybe he didn't want to leave any to chance that they would like not give him an extra he just wants you to like pour it into the bag where that's clearly the wrong option not even close and it's almost like a like a rule of thumb every plastic bag sort of just has a leak point exactly. that you don't see exactly <laughs> Dude, i can see him he, he does it and you see a little bit of gumbo like drip out the broth he's like oh i gotta catch that and he like puts his fucking mouth on the bag <laughs> just gonna imagine like blowing up in his also, car later just no really... imagine if he put that in his fridge and the next morning oh and would look at the br- everywhere. Look, just like a brown broth and a plastic bag who eats 
that. You know what I mean? Like that's the least appetizing. It would be like you diarrheaed yeah. in a bag, a bag. and it's... someone decided to put it in a fridge. Yeah. No, I mean to to be fair to this Cajun place, it was very good. But yeah, no, we actually had leftovers and it was diarrhea looking. <laughs> I warmed it up and ate killer shrimp the next day. You have to really dress that shit to make it. You know, like steam some new rice and, you know, make sure it, uh, make sure it's somewhat presentable as a leftover, even though it's like the oily, oilless food in the world. It's like, I've just been looking at like chili recipes. So all my recommendeds are just these like piles of chili looking things on everything. Oh yeah. The chili cook-off is tomorrow. Chili cook-off. Uh, did, did you win in, in any in the past? No, I've gotten last place, second to last. last. Place. Oh yeah, I made. So um, it's not just a top three thing, huh? No, no. Jay will sits all the guys down after and tells us which one of us got last because yeah, it's yeah. always one of the this is like Chad's a, friends and not yeah, one of Jay's yeah, adult yeah. friends. They spend. So how the chili cook-off works is you have uh, Chad invites a lot of his friends and then Chad's dad invites some of their friends and the parents that make chilies spent a lot more time on them than the youths youths we're all in our late 20s now but the younger crowd right um so we one of us of the old people invariably gets last yeah exactly (laughs) um the time i got last i just poured a bottle of merlot in the chili um was that a recipe or uh not really uh just would you call it like the fucking it was like dark red no it it tasted good it just didn't taste like chili Ah. it tasted more like a uh, wine sloppy Joe. Um, <laughs> I was like, my theory was there's gonna be a lot of wives there, and w- what wife doesn't like a nice Merlot? So I was like, let's did people, dump wine. Did it in. like physically look different than a chili? No, not necessarily. Just a different hue, like yeah, it, the hue was bizarre. But some people make green chilies and like white chilies. There's all sorts. Henry made like a curry one year, so like you can get abstract. People don't. You put beans you in your chili, by the way. Fuck no. In fact, a lot of people don't. Like, half of them are beans. Really? Yeah. Um, I remember, because I only ate chili with beans, that I just thought that is what chili was. That's the normal, yeah. It was the beef and the beans. Texas chili is what they call beanless chilies. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, because if if you put beans in your chili there, they freak out. At the chili cook-off? In in Texas. That was a big, like, if you ever went to a chili thing, there were never beans. Never. Why? Do just, they, like, they want the beans as an extra dish. I, I think so. Or you yeah, bake yeah. the you bake beans on the something else, but you wouldn't. You just really wouldn't find beans in chili. Texas chili has no beans in it. That's just kind of yeah what it is. But I think yeah, like probably half have beans. I think I've done a really good job of saying I don't like beans, and I've kind of permeated that around. So people are like, "Well, that's one less potential vote." Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. already sandbagging yourself <laughs> without. It's turning into it, a Texas chili. Exactly, you're slowly one turning. <laughs> I gotta start. I gotta spread the word again this year. This I think is, people this are is an inc- prime example of rural minority, by the way. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. you're like this motherfucker you, has made us all take yeah, beans out is, of our chilies. This is the exact same phenomenon. Have you seen the? It's like juices with the halal stamp on it or like so many products in the supermarket have ah, like, like say gluten-free yeah and yeah it's this is halal apple. and it's yeah. like you don't give a fuck because exactly but the reason they put that is because it's ruled by minority oh like they see it's halal and yeah five percent actually do so you may as well add it at a lower cost although i think chili i think beans adds quite a lot i wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of halal, is this racist? Probably not. So at the store to go get my chili supplies, there's a lady with a uh, wearing a niqab, 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 hijab, 
No, no, but it was the only the eyes. Oh, the night version. The Nikov. Yeah, the NIQA. The night vision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and literally, her husband was like walking around the fruit section. She was just standing there in the corner. I didn't see her at first. Wait, she was in the corner of the supermarket. Kind of like in the fruit section, like almost as if he told her like stay. Stay and I inspect the watermelon. And I so. like he was like walking around. Huh. She was just standing there. I didn't see her at first. And I look over. And I just go like, oh, like because he freaked me out. Because yeah, I did yeah. all. I was like, oh, there's a character in the corner. And I was. She like, was like in the pumpkin patch. Yeah, like <laughs> her eye. Yeah, just a little slit of the eyes. I was like, I was like, oh shit, like. You don't see that every day. Someone yeah. wearing that in a Newport Beach supermarket. And I, it like freaked me. I was like, whoa. Like, uh, what did the husband look like? Middle Eastern dude. Like, okay. I, I didn't hear him speak at all. So yeah, I just like picture him sort of like inspecting like tomatoes, like taking his time, hands behind his back. Like he grabs one fruit, fruit does a sniff looks at like a few women yeah like, with a disgusted face sees their the ankles yeah yeah kept fucking sniffing it tosses it up you know th- puts it back just like disconcerted and then he like looks back where his wife is like in the corner and yeah he just like is like like shakes his head like this fucking american corporate he's the Beatles, he was definitely traditional he had like the full beard and he had like a like a, a traditional type hat on so they were from obviously from somewhere because yeah. that, that's just something that's so unique that you don't see yeah you know we're pretty biased though about this because we paint this in like a a way where it's like oh yeah this male dude is like domineering, of, domineering. it's very self-serving but, but the truth stuff. is is honestly for all we know like the woman like like enjoys that subservience you know well i mean I've, I've, there was probably some that do i don't i feel like in that i mean they i don't mean really have a what i'm saying is like regard. all right i think we impose our western values sure to say that there's pro- like what you just said probably some that do so the assumption is like the normal state is the majority don't but they do it anyways yeah it could be inversed it's just we're not a part of that culture so we don't know like we know some prefer one some prefer the other just because we're humans i suppose i mean it'd be good i mean in the societies if you gave people the choice but the problem is it's kind of a forced thing i I don't know well of course no it's of course best if you have a choice yeah but but this is a this is a cultural thing more than oh yeah we are so removed from that cultural idea we don't i have no idea then the i started thinking about this more when i was in asia because like I started noticing Asian women compared to like Western white women, they seem to still very much appreciate like their gender role more than I like West, like American girls, like chicks from California. Yeah. Like like they like the, they still like seem to like the idea of like putting together the house and throwing the party and their husband one day like making a bunch of money and they kind of just like raise the children three or four kids yeah i've i haven't met a chick our age where that is what she wants to or what she aspires for you know i feel like you can find them but you have to go to like middle or america yeah but that used to be the norm yeah uh and yeah i guess this is just one of those things that changes over time whether it's uh like sure. manipulation that's doing it do you think it'll ever flip a progression where like in the united states like the men become the caretaker like a real cultural no. shift no i think what's to like a matriarchal no i think i think progressivism pro- like this is a normal thing where part of the reason why 
we're doing this is because like the political sort of movement promotes it for these ways um, where there's like actually uh, underlying uh, interests in that happening. Yeah. So it's like, all right, go back to like, go if you could think about it back in the day, right? Like in the forties, thirties, twenties, a whole household could live a great life with just like one, one person income. working. Yeah, yeah, one income, right? So is it a coincidence that as like the women's sort of like, you know, equality in the workforce movement started gaining steam in the late 1900s, that economically that was also no longer the case? Yeah. So once the economy starts like fracturing and splintering, people psychologically are more inclined to be in a position where they're like wait yeah no i could contribute too yeah and improve the state of this you and know the, the henry fords of the world are licking their chops just like yeah, yeah. 50 so percent like, like, workforce like, unlocked. Like instead of telling like having them question why can't my husband support me let's just convince them that they want to work you know what i mean i think yeah. there's this guy like edward bernays or whatever like there's a whole fucking series about this uh like a bbc documentary it's called uh, what the fuck is it called? Look this up. Uh, Edward Bernays, BBC, uh, Sigmund Freud documentary. What is that? Uh, the Century of the Self? Yeah, Century of the Self. Okay. So it explains this, like the psych psycholo psychology behind this progression in the 1900s and kind of like how we got to be here and uh how it was sort of driven by like corporatism and uh how the economy developed as like the state also developed in in, uh, in parallel yeah huh 2002 but sigmund freud uh like those were the what what is it they're saying how like subconsciously right you can be manipulated by that because you have a vested interest in like feeling like you have more control over your decisions than you know you want to or you would prefer actually so it's like it's easy to fall into being like no i i want to provide for my family too i'm a woman or i'm a man uh so i don't really care that my husband or my spouse you know why five years ago he could support the family and now I feel like I have to go back to work I'd rather like be inclined to believe that you know I should be out there yeah. also contributing and that's why even though the the shift was more just like in the economy as a general and like what was happening to businesses and taxes and currency and trade and all that uh, like in the global sense hmm. It's pretty interesting. It's also kind of boring at times. Like it's hard to get through. But. Yeah, it's two hundred. I see it's two hundred forty <laughs> minutes. It's probably yeah, yeah. like three parts. I mean, it's early two thousands BBC. You know, if it's state funded, it's, it's, it's probably it's, pretty bland. But it's, it's very bland. It's educational, then. It's, but it's like, it's very like it's an insight into a different take on why we're at and okay. the position we're at. Like it's obviously not it. factual. It's more of a like a narrative. Okay, but it's a pretty sound one. Uh, is what I would say. Okay. You said Freud. Do you ever think Freud, like, if he were alive or like could come back, he would be like bummed that, because of what he's known for, just like fucking your mom and uh, like Freudian slips? Do you think he's like, damn it, I did all this work, and I that's what the public back, knows he me? Would have he'd be 
like a kid in the candy store with all the new mechanisms to mess with people's psychology. Oh, oh, oh easily. But like, do you think if like it just his biography? Of no, his, I, do you think he'd come back and be like, "That's what you got from from yeah, me"? Like, I yeah. mean, he would just be like, "These people are fucking dumb." That's so. true. Yeah, that's maybe. why I got into this in the first place. Like, you probably like, yeah, that's how they get. He's there. like, oh, that's that's it. That's what I. That's what I am. Having sex gonna, with your parents yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Saying penis instead of popsicle, yeah. and he'd be like, "You morons are doing BuzzFeed surveys yeah. for like extracting data from me." Like, like, even I like would have fucking seen it. <laughs> like we, you know, they at least had the diligence to do it in some sort of academic, voluntary way. Now it's just like, holy crap, you could just make some stupid clickbait and get the exact same data. <laughs> I guess he had like the id and the ego. I'm yeah. kind of forgetting. Them. Well, these were the elites that like set up the modern world. You know, the Freuds, the FDRs, the uh, the Woodrow Wilsons. Like these are the guys who set America in because of the result of the Second World War, effectively the world on the trajectory we're on now. These people garner so much respect, like historically. I wonder, like. I mean, they garner respect, but they're more demons in a lot of ways. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, some the of the, the that, latter people you yeah, just said. No, yeah. it's like, dude, like, just the power alone that you just, like, took away from people. Right. Like, in 200, 300 years, it's going to be like, holy shit, I can't believe that played out the way it did with, like, these elites sort of <coughs> setting the dominant emotion. Uh, but it won't be villainized. It'll just be like how we look back at, like... Genghis Khan, right? Yeah. Like it's like he's not a villain. He's just a guy who is like fucked up and but he was like a, a conqueror type type deal. I mean it's also like, I mean over in, in the lens of a, over like a thousand years ago, it's yeah. it's kinda easy. But you don't have like uh like what's a word for like vitriol against Genghis Khan because there's just sort of like right. a historical precedence that was set that's like dead and gone but yeah, we're still a guy who's in like yeah. 1930 is different than right, right right so we're still living in the consequences of these men so we still have like fuck these people yeah, for yeah, yeah. <laughs> and making the day like the decisions they did like all these like you know fuck fucked up people went to Vietnam you know these wars in the Middle East it's just like <coughs> holy hell oh Troy, spe mm. speaking of, because we're kind of talking about previous generations. Here we go. Um, I was thinking about this, like, the past couple of days. Um, so, I forget why. I don't know if it was, I was watching a movie or I saw a video where, uh, I mean, I think everyone that lives now, it's like, for across the board, like, parents, especially boomers, have like expressed their love for a kid, their their children, and in, the, in these ways where it's like, oh my, like they you, you literally hear it's like, oh my god, once you have kids, you'll understand. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, the uh, trope, or, or it's like this trope where it's you have a child and you just unconditionally love them. Yeah, in this way that's like, uh, you know, unexplainable, but it just is like a like a, a, a law of nature. Yeah. So I started questioning that kind of thing like i'm not a parent obviously but has that always been the case or is this a new thing that is more of like a social uh like a social signaling standard that has kind of come to be yeah. I'll, I'll tell you why i kind of think it actually is i mean 
I, I, I would be inclined to say it's partly that. I'm sure, let's just like scroll back in like the 1850s, right? People loved their children in some capacity. Right. But when you see photos of like three-year-old chimney sweep, you know what I mean? Like yeah, kids it's like how working. how could you make their, your kid do Yeah. And so like, take it to They a, were a tool for service, exactly. They were functional. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like how could in the past, which is not that long ago in the uh, evolution of humans, that be a like a, a law where it's like parents just unconditionally loved. It's like right. when in reality, for most of human history, having a child was a functional thing. It's like we need It was a tool. Hands. Your kid yeah. was a tool, essentially. You need extra hands in the fields yeah. to bring do the more labor. men. Yeah. And then on top of that, which is another reason why you'd think maybe this isn't actually like that law or rule of thumb, but it's more of a more modern phenomenon is like child mortality. Most kids fucking died. How could you kind of have that emotional connection when like half of them? Right. If there's a fifty percent chance, it's <laughs> yeah, not going to yeah, make yeah. it anyway. Like exactly. If that's yeah. and then and then you could say it's like well for the ones that survive, you would feel that way because you love even more. Yeah, you love it. But the problem is, is you can't really express it to other people because maybe another parent has worse luck than you and all their kids die. Yeah. So it's like, are you going to just like romp around saying, I love my kids so much when your neighbors like got fucked by child mortality, basically? Well, even just like thinking about it in the lens, like of uh, like a draft, World War II, mm-hmm. like as a parent. I wonder, like, what's the date? What, what date? What's your defining year? decade for like Like, i love my kids look at my kids like i like you'll where they literally give these lectures to millennials which like oh once you have kids you'll finally you'll get it yeah i think it's that soon that trope's been around i've heard that old school movies though but those might just be from like the 2000s but which is still the reason why i think 1900s because that's also when the change in child mortality kind of began where all of a sudden we figured out through modern medicine how to make most people survive yeah birth or was that the 1800s i don't know i think it was like 1900s because it was with all the like shots and stuff right yeah, it's something. I feel like in eighteen, the late eighteen hundreds, mortality rate was still fairly high. Yeah, like twenty five percent or fifteen percent of kids died. Uh, like with that, I mean, it's horrible. But it's like if that's just the standard, how could you say that the emotional standard would be the same? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it could be. It could be posturing. It could be like, look how much I love my kid. Yeah, yeah, look yeah. how good I am. Which makes me think, if that's the truth, do you actually even? Like, love them more than those parents did, right? Yeah. Like, if this is more just a game because this is the new game because... It feels gamified with the social media. <laughs> like, when you see someone just pouring their kid out on Instagram or you're just yeah. like, all right, knock it off. Just let your kid enjoy his life. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard that... What's it like? Isn't that like a helicopter parent? Isn't yeah, that and within then this, the, like the advent of the helicopter, helicopter parent, parent is look a look up exactly what this right, is. Right, this is like a byproduct of this phenomenon. But I think the root <laughs> cause is more like why do parents now feel this way? Okay, so and the, helicopter parents like overparenting. Like, I see. Okay, right, and and then so so the other important part of this is let's just say like we we're right. And parents now, this is more posturing than actually like a truth of being a parent. Again, we're not parents, so we don't know. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, like, is this actually better or worse than before? That's the old question. Like, is it better that boomers and Gen Xers are like approaching raising their kids with this emotional uh, connection? Or not? It's not connection is not even the best word. Like, emotional attachment or worse like would it be better to be raised by a father who's more just like hey you're a tool for me to like work in the field yeah uh and so you might not get love in the same way but you might learn a lot of other things than from a parent who's just like i love you unconditionally and because i love you so much i would never make you do those things yeah better it's hard to define better or worse definitely different yeah i wonder if there'd be a way to prove that one's like more stressful so you die sooner like if you get more unconditional love yeah I mean, the word, like, even that, like, the phrase unconditional love, like, maybe. Not unconditional, or, like, you get more overt love versus, like, a dad who just works, comes home. I think it's standard for our parents' generation to, even if you murdered someone, you're the parent of that kid, you give them unconditional. Like, I think that is. You go visit them in prison, exactly, regardless of what they did. Versus, I don't know, maybe it's better where love should like in that sense should still be conditional i don't know it might be fucked up again i'm not a fucking parent i've never gone through through this emotional transition there is like that (laughs) it's probably like kind of in celly where like men are aren't aren't loved as unconditionally as women like men still have to have like their value is based on what they can still provide right yeah but it could be just like an incel forum type idea i've seen it before incel forum just like dudes who are mad about like like yeah. a really like a, a like a chauvinistic or not that's not the right word yeah. but the other th- reason i thought it might have emerged more recently beyond like the mortality thing uh where it kind of gave people the excuse or not the excuse just the you know they didn't have to question because all the kids are surviving we can now like publicly express this yeah feeling the other thing i thought was um like Forgot this shit already. Holy shit, brain fart. <laughs> I was so I would say like in it like uh in the social media world because everyone has everything. And you could rent anything. Yeah. You yeah, could yeah. rent a sick house, you could rent a sick car, you can't rent the kid. Yeah, I still yeah. have a one oh. up on you. Yeah, yeah. So it was it's it's like um Yeah, it's more we we were talking about this before we started the pod. It's like uh, your kid is like a reflection of you, right? Yeah, with like when we we're talking about drinking alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you want. It's not even about like. Uh, it's like it could be more of the signaling of like who like I am the best parent. So this is not necessarily about my kid. It's more about me. it's about me. Yeah, and that has never been more transparent just based on the way we live in the past, you know, a hundred years compared to ever before where people and families were way more uh, like remote. Well, when daughters would get like pregnant, they'd go to different schools, right? They get sent to like pregnant chick school. Yeah. Still a bad reflection. I think that was still a posturing thing. Right? Like, my daughter was a whore. Now we can't let her be seen by the world, right? Wait, wait, wait. Like, family dishonor. Yeah, I think that's probably when it wasn't... But when... Was that often, or... 
I don't know. I, I just I remember like, I almost, stories of my parents telling me about like I mean someone getting pregnant and just going. But they away. used to get pregnant when they're like twelve, thirteen, like almost right when they could get. pregnant. Yeah. So it was almost like the concept of horror was it even a thing? No, I'm just talking about like high school in the '60s. Oh, in the '60s, <laughs> I'm talking. Oh, oh, no, I'm way more <laughs> contemporary than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, no. They, I know what you're saying there. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, that's still a thing now, though. I'd say I will say this. I think the worst is the parent who thinks their kid's going to go pro at sports, but it clearly just fucking sucks, and yeah, they are yeah. an overbearing. Right. That's not that's healthy. so. That's like the that's almost like the caricature I think of the phenomenon we're trying to talk about right now. Right. Where it's like, dude, your kids. Do you five, really eight, give a shit? He's that, not going to be a pro basketball yeah, player. It's like this is you trying to be a pro basketball. player. Correct. You know? Yep. Like you care about this not because you want your kid to succeed. You want your you kid to be the it. one who succeeds. Yeah. I going out so many fucking parents that did that with tennis. It's like your yeah. kid's just not good at tennis. Dude, the weird part about this is you we were a part of these cycles and when you're in it you don't think about this shit at all. No. You have to be out of it. And then, <laughs> then you can look back in and you go like, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Uh Dude, yeah. We're gonna have a friend that's gonna do it. And well, we're gonna dude, have to dunk is, on him. Again, we were chatting about this before. Are we gonna also just fall into these same traps? Like we could talk about it and sort of be aware of this all we want. Yeah, true. Like you're gonna see yourself gossiping, like, oh, did you hear about so and so's yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh wait, it's five okay. the asshole. So I, I might have an explanation why we won't. And we will be a new generation of hopefully more like hopefully whatever we end up deciding. Right. Which is not like a contrast to our parents. Yeah. Is more healthy. And the reason is is I think this kind of posturing and social signaling um, you kind of get over out of a time. Yeah. And our parents, the having a child and starting the family was their first opportunity to, to do that and go through that process. So they like capitalize on it naturally. Yeah. I think because we are the social media generation, that was our, that was our time to try that exact same process right? right and i think we're already over it before we even had kids huh. so by the time we have a kid it's like oh like do i care if my kid's the best baseball player <laughs> this is just like me trying to get the most likes on some stupid photo on a yeah huh. I, at one point i was trying to do that because i realized the game in it but i realized after time it's bullshit Dude, I don't this is going to be the exact same thing, yeah you know Interesting. Maybe. I mean, we'll have to give a shit about something, though. Yeah. So it'll be interesting what we do care about. I don't know. If not oh, that, what? This is the whole character arc of human yeah. life. All roads lead to apathy. You don't give a shit. Right before you die, you're an old man. You don't give a fuck. I mean, there's no philosopher that's a helicopter parent. Yeah, that's true. He's sitting under a tree and not even jerking off because he didn't even care about his sexual desires. <laughs> <laughs> Be a modern Plato, young <laughs> Actually, I think you fucked kids, so don't do that. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, yeah, ancient, ancient Greece. Um. Oh, do you have anything by the, or on the board you want to hit? No, I think we've we've kind of hit it. I'm I'm down to kind of. How long have we been going? I haven't. Uh, it's a little after eleven, so. We've actually been like an hour. It's already been. It's like an hour fifteen. Okay. 
Okay, we could do one more and then we'll stop because I know you have to do your. Job. Okay, yeah, I mean we have we could probably do two more. I think like eleven thirty is kind of like when I should start the chili. Okay. Unless I mean unless we if we can do an early one, anything works. Well, I I just want to for sure do nine. Okay. Um, this is, is like it, your this, the one you said in the group me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it might get drawn out. Is why. Okay. Yeah. Hit. So yeah. so I, I basically uh, I was thinking a lot about just like general ideas and i don't think i've told you this is another meta conversation nice okay as far as like the pod goes excuse me um so so i want to just get your feedback on this actually because uh so the first one by the way i don't think i told you i told this to will and david okay i think we should do a white elephant slash secret santa episode oh that could be good like uh, the week before Christmas or the week of, yeah, something like that. That'd be good. Um, well, you have both because it's like, you know, you want one kind of good gift <laughs> to balance out whatever the the random shit is. Yeah, uh, which we just have to make sure that Will's in town for because he'll probably go back to DC at some point. For sure. Um. Oh, we also need to get a green screen. I don't know. Or do you know how to get a green screen? Or a green I think you can literally just get a green tarp. Like green felt works with green screen. At, we like, could replace this curtain. with Literally the just like felt that you can cut from like Michael's. We could totally do that. Yeah. It'd be janky, but like that, like that would work as a green screen. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta fuck around with that. Cause I think that would add a lot to some of the, or just like make it f- like funny edits. Cause I, I always watch on like Instagram people who do like podcast um like recording clips basically and you'll see them like playing a video like if you're talking about the video like the guy with the rifle yeah like it could be a of you in the primary part of the frame yeah but in the back you like see the guy with yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah like popcorn yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty fun that is funny it's one of those uh it's like the adult version of playing with the Tupperware. It's like playing with the green uh, screen. Ah, yeah, you're playing pots and pans, but you have the green screen up. <laughs> you just start filming things and fucking with the background. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, yeah. I like a green screen idea. That's that's awesome. And then we got to do an AMA episode. So listeners out there, oh, how, do- how, how do we set up? a like question asking thing and but give it enough time where you actually get like you know a good amount of questions do you think we would we would source that would we let have people ask the questions and so they could like double question like would we get every like on a google hangout i was thinking like they submit it in advance and we just the first time we look at it is mm. when we're on the and then we read it look at it yeah and, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be good yeah. yeah we could source that easily i think a live would be a little too hard but I don't know, like, because Reddit is normally where this happens. We can give, we can have, like, David or Will, like, look through them and be like, hey, pick good ones. Oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah, have yeah, a yeah. third party yeah. eye, give, get eyes so we don't get very abstract, yeah. very bizarre. So the question is, like, well, it's like, I don't know how many 40 street pod listeners would do, but we could also just frame it like it's for something else. Like, just think our, what would get it the most traction on the internet right. in these sectors? <laughs> and then just go from that batch, but it's really us answering it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but we've sure got to do one of those. Okay. No, that'd be good. Um. 
Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. And then the one that you have to, or the other episode slash idea you have to put on the calendar, which is pretty easy, because uh, is the 40th Street Urine Review. Urine. Yeah, urine. I thought but you it, said but, urine. <laughs> urine. So, right? New Year's Eve. Yeah. Maybe we record it like the week of Christmas so we could release it on New Year's. On New Year's. It would be like. We talk about, uh, like, current events, or I guess, like, the past, the year and on 40th Street, right? Yeah. We start with that and see where it goes. But then also you can, like, expand it. It's like, all right, also Orange County. And then expand what happened in California. Okay. And then eventually United States. And then you get to the world and just, like, okay. by that time you're just kind of fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think on that episode we could also do uh, because it's gonna be starting the year like a verbal time capsule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then also like the next year, what is on deck? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, I think a verbal time capsule would be a good segment. Wait, what do you mean by that? Like you know, a time capsule. Like, um, like you know how like have you ever written yourself a letter at the start of a year? And then opened it at the end oh, of the yeah, year, yeah, like, or like type idea. But I'm that, gonna jerk off only sure, twelve ounces. You know, of I'm, semen. I'm gonna get a I have a six pack. You know, <laughs> yeah, and all yeah, these yeah. all these classic <laughs> things. And then you end up listening and go like, man, I'm still a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I wonder if anyone's put like semen in a time capsule. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's had to have been done. <laughs> they didn't know it was a time capsule. <laughs> they just jerked off in a shoebox and left it in the yard. <laughs> That is probably no good. Or if it someone attempts and is able to get pregnant, it's like some autismo that comes Dude. out. <laughs> There's this like weird YouTube guy who buried like a bag of Cheetos in some like concrete tomb and he's like he put a note like don't dig this up until, you know, twelve thousand AD or whatever. Uh, and I was like, well, if, if they find it in ten thousand years it'll be funny. But yeah, yeah. it's just a bag of flaming hot Cheetos, but yeah, you gotta. You should have put some jizz in there. Okay, that's what I'm saying. We we should do a time capsule too now that I like a real one. Bury one. You think of the on sand. the beach yeah. uh, under the tower or something? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we all could. This could be part of the Christmas episode, actually. We could yeah, all we, put an item. We probably have to dig that pretty damn deep because of like the beachcomber. Well, it's like, not even just that; it's the tides and like the geology of. We have to do it far out. Like, we have to get shovels. Yeah. Well, no, even because because isn't there a pheno- like a geological phenomenon where over time, like a low enough, the sand like gets circulated where it goes out. Does that happen when with if we do it far enough from the tide? So yeah, I mean, area. I think it might even happen it's if you go shift. like in like over long enough, like to Mission Viejo in yeah. some ways. But like the closer you are, the rate of doing it is faster. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wait, this would be a how does the Earth breathe and shift time capsules in place? <laughs> That'd be funny. We go to dig up our time capsule and it, yeah. it turns into an episode of whole like yeah, a you holes. See it. We're like, I'm tired of digging, Grandpa. Like, Too damn bad. We gotta find it. <laughs> So it's just you, me, David, and Will. You, just, see, you see it floating in the tide. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, there's still there's jizz in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll find a place to put it. We'll do our research. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it somewhere. Somewhere good. Uh, actually, you know it would be a good future time capsule application? Uh, in orbit. or Orbital time capsules. 
So if rockets are cheap enough to launch, no, oh, I thought you meant like you. We get a stomp rocket or something and see how <laughs> high we can go. <laughs> Instead of burying it, you just launch it to space, and so it's always in its orbit. And then you just send a robot off in a different rocket, like a hundred years later, to, to come grab get it, it, and then re-entry, and then it's like, yo, this guy, fucking, you know, family guy. There's like a family gone SD card or something. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what is this? Uh, but yeah, we'll do that. We'll do a time capsule amongst our a real time capsule and a verbal time capsule. Yeah, essentially just a New Year's Resies ep- episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, oh yeah, and a couple other things. Oh, so. Oh yeah, this is this is another one. So I think we need to start doing challenges on the off time. Okay. So the what I was thinking, and I, I think I was inspired by uh, Joe. Shout out Joe with this. Like we need to do, and these could be like monthly challenges. Okay. And I was thinking mostly build challenges, but it could be anything. Maybe it's an art challenge too, where we like either collectively or we each have like a, an objective something to make and then we compare it on the show oh like see, like see how it works i think the collective ones would be more the more most fun it, or, totally yeah uh, like give me an example so one thing i thought of which wouldn't be very original is like like we have the easel in here with uh you know a, a canvas what if we made like a little robot that like automatically paints something? Okay. And then on the show, like we like command it to paint some picture type deal. And then we explain like how it works. That's like a hard one. Like that would take a long time. Yeah. I mean, if it was good or it could just be like, yeah, you yeah. know, or, or crank that, a wheel yeah, and exactly. just flicks back yeah. and forth. That would be the fun part is by doing it a challenge. It's like the quality would be relative to how long we give ourselves. Right. To uh, or it could be more functional like another one is like all right we have to solve the the garage door opener problem with not ah, actually buying a product uh, buying a product okay <laughs> uh, which by the way troy and i we have a garage but we don't have a garage door opener garage door opener so we have to turn off our car take the keys out it's really one of the worst 60 seconds yeah, yeah. of the day Un- <laughs> unlock the door press the button walk through the garage to our car and then turn the car back on and reverse it into the garage. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, yeah, like something like that. Um, or another one could be like you're growing those peppers, right? So this would be like a more long-term thing. Yeah. We build some sort of like automatic watering. Like the Raspberry Pi. Yeah, like thing. measure monitoring system. Right. Uh, things like that, basically. That'd be cool. Like DIY shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little... Have you, there's a chick on YouTube who makes like, I don't know if she gives herself like a time frame or something, but she makes like the shittiest engineer, like products and they're always hilarious because yeah, she tries yeah. to do them in a certain amount of time. Yeah. And by the end, some of them are just absurd yeah. and like do not work at all. That's the entertaining part of these kinds of things. Like there was a guy, I swear it was the most entertaining video I'd watched in a while. I was listening to it and kind of watching it at work was because you know how like elon just bought twitter and all this shit and all these people uh quit yeah he's like some savant computer engineer and he 
figures out he's like this video <coughs> is on how twitter works and he just starts taking all the source code and like manipulating it and like entering keys to hack it and like get in the back end and like explaining to his audience like oh this is how twitter works and he's going through it and uh like the whole time he's like fumbling around like causing all these errors and he's just like 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 laughing his way through it and yeah. he's consistently making progress but he's basically like all right over a two-hour stream i'm gonna set myself or give myself the the challenge of trying to like basically reverse engineer twitter okay which is hilarious like once it actually comes to the the uh like savant of a guy yeah uh going through that process i forget what this guy's name was but yeah um so yeah it would just be we would have to decide on we could even buy like like start with kits for shit too uh, that would just be like like a rector set type kit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like figure out like the like a vague shit. Like, oh, we put a, a target on the wall, build a catapult. Should we do homemade catapults? Yeah, yeah. or like dart thrower <laughs> or something and be a dartboard? Yeah, yeah. That'd be funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, trebuchets. Exactly. We'll we'll brainstorm on the progression because it should start simple and then maybe progressively get more interesting, but. Yeah, something like that would be good. Especially as we add more uh, video that takes longer to edit. Uh, I think there was one more. Oh yeah, this is the other thing. Because uh, you or you brought me back on the horse. Did, did I tell you this by the way? No, I don't think so. So remember when I asked for your edible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the chocolate bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it had been like three years yeah. since I've indulged in something like that. Right. And uh, I ended up watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off, <laughs> and I shit you not. Well, first of all, my the whole time I was like, "This is the worst movie ever. Why do people like this?" Right. But I was so high where every scene, I swear to God, I had like a thousand thoughts. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I gotta start writing down, writing these things down, and yeah. Doing so, we, I was thinking stoned movie reviews would also be a good segment, but especially with movies that aren't. Like bad movies where that those moments so like happen. we get stoned and watch a movie or we're stoned reviewing we're stoned on the pod no 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 we get stoned re- review like watching the movie okay and we take notes then on, we like, take notes what you're thinking while you're watching okay it, and then you're or well drinking yeah. during the pod and we go discuss over. that yeah <laughs> I mean getting high and watching a movie that's like the one way to get me to watch a movie I watched a movie yeah. the other night it was like. It's called like My Policeman. It was about like some two gay dudes in like the 1940s in England or something. It was horrible. Never would have watched that sober, but I was just was high it? and I was just stoned, kind of looking at the screen. It's like, ah, oh, interesting. What was it called? My Policeman. It's with uh, Harry Styles. Huh. Yeah, I mean, marijuana enhances watching movies for sure. Yeah. But if you're watching a bad movie, it makes it a lot worse. I actually, I, I'm able to, I don't know. It's no, it's really, still entertaining, but it's it, like. It allows makes, me to just sit down and just kind so, of. So what I notice is like, holy, like I notice acting way more when I'm like under the influence. Okay. Like, these actors are getting me really into it or these actors are so bad that yeah. I, I'm just like, this is a weird thing where they're, uh, I'm watching the movie and I'm watching them in the movie or try to be in the movie, but clearly we both know they're not in the movie yeah you know? like they're 
they're an actor who's not actually being effective at their job. <laughs> like, it's obvious you're acting. Like, the whole point of an actor is to make it seem like you're not acting, right? Like, it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the more stoned you get, the more obvious, like, the, if they're bad the actors, they're acting. just acting. Interesting. <laughs> I've never been a good, like, I can tell, I guess I can tell bad acting, but I'm not. I'm... Well, it's just the signals oh, are like. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> it's like, is this cheesy kind of thing? Like, is this right. real? You know, like. Uh, is this a candid kind of moment or are they like forcing like a, a tone in their voice, a facial expression? Like the best actors are those almost who don't do, they're like, they're not like the least expressive because that's reality, you know? Uh, yeah. No, like over the top facial expressions or motions. Yeah. But apparently that's how acting used to be. Cause it's it like, came, cause it came from theater Ah, so over the top was yeah, part yeah. of the production value. So you're a, value. you're a good actor if you did mm. that because that was part of the show. Uh, if you did, weren't expressive, people wouldn't be able to even watch it because they couldn't see anything. Right. It just got translated to the film because they didn't distinguish the art forms. They're like, oh, we're just gonna do exactly what we do in the theater with in front of what's recorded, basically. Downstairs, there's some. Uh... CBD cigarettes that we found on the floor. I thought those were Will the whole time. He smoked one, and I asked okay. him about the clarity that he received. He was like, "You know what? I don't know. It was it 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 felt like a cigarette. I think because of the motion of the cigarette." Okay. And he's like, "So I, they're not real cigarettes?" No, it's literally just CBD. It smells like marijuana, and it burns kind of like marijuana. E like it smells like it. It's yeah. Hemp or whatever. Okay, yeah. I thought they were like weird, a weird weed product. No, there's no THC in them. It's pure CB to the D. So that, we're, who left them? Or they were in our house? I found them on the floor. We found them on the floor in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> at a bar. Oh, at a bar. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I haven't been out to the bars around here in eons. Yeah, it's been at least two weeks. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm trying to find... You said actor, and I got on this... I had to do a scene in college, and I had this huge monologue, and I'm trying Wait, to... Wait, you were in a play in college? No, no, no. I had to... I had to do a theater class. That was, like, part of your G general education You had to do theater requirement. It had to be, like, theater or art or music or something. Um, I think you also could have done, like, art history, but I did theater... The class was theater five, and you. So I mean, art was a GE, and it was like theater was the option, or yeah, you had to do some. Or, maybe actually, creative writing was one of them, and I, they all just seemed really bad and boring. Yeah. And I was someone was like, "Oh, dude, do theater. You just get to like prance around a room for <laughs> two hours a week, and like literally, that's what it was. You'd show up, you take off your shoes, and." <laughs> Great, great use of money, I guess. Tim, right? Tim told me a story on Sunday where it was like you guys were in some film class and the professor like showed some really boring film and you like walked in and you went up to him like, dude, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what the movie was, but do you remember that? Oh, it would have had to have been. <laughs> it was just like. Not even, not even. Can you not watch a movie in the theaters you pay to go, when it's a class that you're, like, 
supposed to be there engaged and it's better than your other bullshit classes you're still like this movie's like, too dude, I can't do this. Yeah. it would have had to have been this class that i took with tim and henry where we'd kind of just take turns being too hungover to be there okay and like every with like one person relay what happened well no we'd all go but then someone would just be walking in and out to the bathroom over oh, and over yeah, and over yeah, again yeah. and then the other one and by the end the, the teacher kind of knew we all we all lived because we we're all roommates yeah. So he kind of knew we were all hit. He would just be like, oh, where's so-and-so? I'd be like, oh, dude, asleep. Yeah. Rough night. Yeah, you know, yeah, things yeah, like that. Yeah. And he would rotate giving us A minus, B plus, and B. God. Like he would, just, he would just switch. He'd give me yeah. the A minus. Then just two like, assignments later, it would be back to me getting the A right. minus. He's like, you came to the class twice this week while yeah. other person were one and one. So you get the yeah, A I'm minus. sure the movie, the movie faux pas that I did, he, he didn't enjoy. <laughs> I got two Bs that week or something. Yeah. Uh, wait, no. So you you took a theater class as well. I t- had to take this theater class. We had to take a couple like general education requirements and what. Like, yeah. So the theater class, you'd show up, and I'm not kidding you. It was it was like literally Fox News's caricature of a theater class and how like what are we what are we doing here? A lot of hair, a lot of hairy armpits on females. A lot of colored colored hair um i got an a minus so i'm an a minus actor Uh, so this is actually an an aside question because i've why are chicks who are kind of like that alt personality who do like the colored hair kind of maybe weird eccentric let's put it in a nice way in high school yeah they're attracted to theater is it just because it's like a social uh like it's a, like a shielded area, like a club that other people don't try to penetrate where they kind of are attracted to that? Or? Yeah, I think I, th- ooh. I think it has to be because everyone likes to be a part of something. And if right, you can't right. be anywhere, exactly. is it here? That was the whole point, I feel like, that high school musical movie. Or, right. Where it's like, oh, the, jo- like the cool jock and the hottest chick at the school. End but up- has anyone ever made it out of the theater group? Like you know what I mean? Like in think about the people you knew that were part of like that oddball, like really bizarre. Well, I don't think you know until they wore tails and shit. Well, the school. ones who wore tails, <laughs> probably not. They're still wearing tails. But there was the guy who maybe enjoyed it, kept it on the low, went to like an Ivy League school, and ended up crushing it after that. I mean, I kind of was in theater in high school. I wasn't in theater. I did improv. Sure. Yeah, I mean... Which was theater adjacent, basically. Right. Um, But that was, you know, for hee-hees and ha-has. And we would have, like, shows once a month where everyone would show up. And it was like it's more like a high school... Yeah, I think Kevin told us us about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Like, it was kind of a thing that was kind of dorky. But then once... So what me and Kevin did once we got in... Uh, we started trying to bring in our friends who are like not who wouldn't normally join that club, and so then you know you bring all their friends, and then all of a sudden you have a different audience, basically. Yeah. What makes it like not going to a football game, but it's closer to the normal high school demographic than what was there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Versus if you just had theater kids, it would be the people who are going to the high school plays. Um. Yeah, that was actually yeah. Those were pretty good times. Uh, a lot of embarrassing moments that uh, 
Thankfully, it was just improv, so you could justify it. Yeah. You're like, oh, it was, oh, it was improv. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably, if there's video of that, there's probably some not nice cringe going on there. Yeah. Did you get an A in your theater class? A minus. Yeah. I, which my, my scene partner on our final, the entire grade for the class was pretty much just the final and showing up to the theater class. We never really had any homework. There's really no homework. Act in front of the mirror. Homework to be had. Yeah. It. It was send it to the professors. Like, the who the en- fuck's watching this? The entire, <laughs> the, the entire class was culminating up to this final scene. That you did with your partner that was like five minutes. The last scene of The Sopranos where you're like, you just fucking mow down so after class. <laughs> I'm going to remember it at some point, but it was of a movie. Essentially, the class acted out the entire movie. Because it was, whatever, oh. 30 students and each student, each pair got five minutes. So that's like 115 minutes of this movie. I'll have to remember what it's called. But my scene partner, she showed up to every class. I showed up to every class. And then it was like that and your grade your final project grade and I got an A minus in the class she got a B plus so I was like I could only surmise I was like I was a better actor in the scene hell yeah so the teacher actually was like dude you he was like you did well and I was like well, he's, try, he's trying to push he's, you to a career in yeah the, the he's arts. like you should go in this I was like sorry dude I I can't I made this class because I got to wear socks indoors and yeah. kind of like slide around for some reason or it wasn't easy eh? yeah dude I kind of wish I'd tried something like that in hindsight, but in college, but I was too busy with engineering classes. I mean, you didn't have general ed stuff you had to do? We did, but nothing Uh, like that. It was, so we took like one humanities course, uh, a couple writing courses. So I didn't have to take like a single writing course. I hate writing. The one I liked was a philosophy class that I had to take. Okay. Or actually I took two because I liked the first one. Yeah. And then the second one was like this fucking bodybuilder was the teacher he was also a philosopher yeah and he would like pace like his lectures were just pacing back and forth just (gasps) like making (laughs) philosophical arguments using like rhetoric that is consistent with like you can't logically disprove that this is why uh, it's a philosophical thing right so you'd be like if a means b then b means c i have a c means d do you disagree with that logical progression? I've taken that exact same class essentially, and I have it's in the library. It's called Simple Logic. Yeah, yeah. It is a. It was a <laughs> while. It's like, is this yeah. argument sound? Exactly. Say a, and then B, people and... would stand up and be like, "No, I fucking disagree with that premise." And yeah. you'd be like, "All right, why?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, no, one of those insane classes. Those were that was a fun class. I did take a philosophy yeah. type class like yeah. that. And then I'd see the guy deadlifting in the gym that evening. Be like, yeah. "Hey, so what'd you think about that?" It's like, dude, you know, it was a show. Oh, but I honestly, you know, I'm just here to lift, man. I'm here to pick a car up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, those were the good GEs. But then the other ones were, for most people, like science based. Like one, physical science. Like you had to take physics or chemistry or something. But because I was an engineer, I didn't have to yeah. do. And then one was like a, a bullshit science, like astronomy, like yeah. kind of just like surveying some research field which i also didn't have to take because of my major oh man that was a good meal but ah jesus all those thanksgiving conversations get me kind of wound up and also uh, this turkey it's like stuck in my teeth if only i had a product to solve that problem anyone anyone have a toothpick oh no i don't have one with me sorry fuck uh well 
All right, I'll, I guess I'll just go grab some oak in the backyard like my ancestors on Thanksgiving and whittle away. Uh, ah, a toothpick appeared out of nowhere. I'm cleaning my teeth. But uh, I, I still have this stress. Have you ever been in this situation where you have food in your teeth and you're trying to clear it, but also you're just a little high strung because you just had a very contentious dinner with relatives, you know, your significant other's parents, and you're trying to just also kind of like uh, discreetly relax while you, you know, handle your dental hygiene. Well, CBD toothpicks can solve your problems. You So CBD toothpicks, basically, it's a toothpick, but it has CBD properties. Well, while you're, you know, in, you know, clearing out your gums and all that uh, braised beef or braised turkey or braised whatever the fuck that gets stuck in those gaps because progressively over time you get weird gaps in your teeth where more and more uh, food seeps in there. Uh, it's a way that you could clear that out and also get that nice high of that CBD to just kind of give you a chill, relaxing way to end your meal and end your night. I've been using CBD toothpicks uh, after every kind of uh, business business dinner, uh, family dinner that, you know, it's not direct family, but extended family. And it's just a perfect way to end a meal. Some people think of it as a dessert. I think of it more as like that uh, nightcap uh, without the cap, just the, the, the nice little high. But yeah, now if you, if you subscribe, or not subscribe, but you buy one pack of CBD toothpicks, I think they come in packs of 22, uh, you'll get two three, uh, or two free, sorry, 230. <laughs> Tiny doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, these, these are a totally new innovative product. It's, a, it's not like you're smoking on a little CBD cigarette or a CBD gum where it's like very clear what you're trying to do you're just kind of plucking that uh dental layer with a nice little chemical to to let off the edge and also help with your hygiene so cbd toothpicks if you want this deal tell them d sent you promo code 40 cbd toothpick toothpicks toothpicks why the fuck can i say this shit promo code 40 i swear tell them d sent you uh you won't regret trying this product it is it is the perfect way to ingest your CBD <laughs> and just get that relaxing way to end your night. Nice. Uh, All right, final question. Then I gotta start on this chili. I think Jordan's gonna come help. So, he's coming. so uh, I was thinking about this when I was driving home right. from work today. So my dad, growing up, he was one of those, um, which I totally agree with this for a lot of things, but I don't think it totally applies. Yeah. Like, if you're deciding between products, right? it's almost always, like, worth investing and spending a little bit more on that, like, nicer jacket because you could... Last longer. Yeah, it lasts longer. You're kind of more certain it has the quality. It might have, like, a brand behind it. Yeah. Uh, where you won't question it as much. Or yeah. maybe you will if you're strapped on cash. But if you kind of have this mentality of, you know, you get what you pay for, basically. Sure. But there's some products where we don't have that same reaction to. We're just seeing like what's the cheapest it yeah. is. So what are those products where you don't question the quality when like there's a lower price, even though you might you may sh- it may be actually in your best interest to do that still. Have you non-food products? 
Well, food could. That's probably a good one. Actually. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I well, like if I ever in the spice section, I just get the cheapest. I mean, honestly, basil. food, food, like the concept of fast food for a while. I think people liked it because it was like, oh, I could get this big meal with all these calories for cheaper, and they weren't yeah. as, as aware of like the health implications. So I, the one I thought of, and the reason why I thought about this was gasoline. Oh fuck yeah, cheapest Arco, boom. Yeah, it's like everyone you want to don't just care get about the, your Tecron. Yeah, but the truth is, is actually if you're buying the cheaper gas, could there be like more shit in it? That's actually detrimental to your engine and your car, where it might not be as worth it. I'm definitely not going to trust the gas company. So unless my mechanic told me, then maybe. Yeah. You yeah. know, but if it would, I don't know. It's that. like there's like octane ratings and all this shit. Where maybe we should be buying premium. Sure, sure. But like, I, I'm not. I'm not going to trust Chevron to tell me that. Yeah, it would have to come from Larry the mechanic. But there, yeah, there's there's got to be more that we're just like less inclined to uh so i think footwear maybe too and the only reason i thought of that is because i i didn't start investing in like nicer shoes until i bought like one that wasn't on sale i was like holy shit this is like lasting me my shoes get fucked up before they get broken you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i've never worn a shoe to completion eh, i guess athletic shoes tennis Shoes for playing tennis are the only shoe, and old basketball shoes. But, and I guess running shoes when I used to run. Yeah. They last like a year, I guess, like a season, and then you have to get new shoes. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, there, there's always those. I don't know. I feel like this should be more of a with everything we decide to invest in like a question but some some things are not it's like oh just what's on sale well we know what happens when you buy cheap toilet paper it's yeah it's single ply (laughs) well that honestly yeah like toilet paper paper towels you might get the one where it's you know a couple dollars and then then you quickly learn when you get home it's like you're like yeah i should spend a little well that's how they say you know your company is going under they start skimping on this little things they like the toilet chi- paper. The Chipotle napkins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a stack of Chipotle napkins in the toilet, in the john. Yeah. The gas, uh, paper products, um, functional clothing that is not as much about fashion or comfort. Toaster. Appliances? Some appliances. Cheap appliances. Yeah, yeah. You know, another one, I think, so things that are supposed to last a long time, but don't, like books. Yeah. Like, you're always, I think we, like, if you're, if you're, I use a Kindle, but when I was back, like, buying paper books, you're more inclined to buy the, the paperback one, right? But actually, if you're, like, reading at a rate that uh is like slower like say you read a book over the course of a month cause yeah. you just kind of like pick it up in the bathroom or you know you put it down for a couple of weeks and don't pick it up again uh-huh. like sometimes by the end of it you're like why the fuck is this paperback book just like beating the shit i should have just got the hardcover yeah well you can fuck up the hardcovers too but yeah i, I didn't i thought hardcover was more so it looked better in your library not that because it was oh no actually I, that well, much more protective like, just, like holding it up it gets all folded and you have to like press through the, the spine gets really fucked up yeah it's yeah. true yeah where it's like this is not even like easy to i mean easy relative to what the hardcover would be yeah uh, to like hold down and and read um 
Yeah, it's probably mostly smaller purchases, probably not bigger ones. Like yeah, stuff because like it's the, like if you're spending a thousand bucks, you might yeah. as well spend get the premium. Anything poke. over fifty dollars is when that question happens, but not stuff under it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good way to bracket that. What other things? A lighter. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean, those are like cheap products. Well, there is the. Uh, I don't know. If you have thought this about like like sunglasses for me okay i learned if i invest in like a nicer pair like if i spend a hundred or two hundred dollars on a pair of sunglasses it's actually more cost effective because i will like make sure i have those and i don't lose them compared to like a 40 or 50 dollar pair okay i was like i'll throw it on my beach towel and maybe forget it yeah i mean sunglasses are all the same you're buying a brand just like anything else yeah unless it's like a gas station but there's a threshold where you know you've made it as an investment and you use it often enough. Um, well, you'll be more careful with it, basically, which makes it, oh, then if you know that you're careless with the cheaper thing, then you should always uh, uh, choose the the higher quality option. Basically. Yeah, like maybe it's like a mental. Well, that's like that. If I buy a gym membership, I'll go of like the, uh, yeah, yeah. Of the purchasing <laughs> world. Yeah. Uh, all right i think we should call it there do you have a song to play us out we're at like two hours now okay wait play the do the one okay that's not very hype though yeah i mean it's the only song um okay let me look you did two ad reads right i did i did one Okay, yeah. So this song's been stuck in my head. Uh, I'll start playing it. It's apparently, it's apparently from like some play, I think. Right? I mean, it better be. <laughs> Have you ever heard the song "Enormous Penis"? No. It's like this. It's like sing songy, and it's like. I take a look at my enormous penis. So it's like a spoof? It's the similar, it's a spoof. Yeah, yeah, it's by Comedy Troop. Okay. And it's called Enormous Penis, and it's about how, like, they're having a bad day, but their penis is big. And it's literally <laughs> the same, like... The same melody, rhythm. rhythm. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, but this one is like a time capsule of what music used to be in, like, the 40s. Yeah. Right. Because it's all about... Uh, Children in Great Britain, when they were shipped off away from their parents because they thought the Nazis were invading uh, yeah. the, the island. I don't Britain. even know how you hear this song. Oh, I heard this on a podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I, that's wild. This one didn't come up on Kiss FM. <laughs> Big Boys Radio or whatever. Ryan's Roses. We got Jones. You hear that? Hot dogs. That's the joke. But also, I don't know. It's the batteries. Yeah. Do we got any gum? Have any gum? Chum. We might have some. Have any gum? Chum. Now don't all scrum. Any gum? Chum. It sure is yum. You can chew it till your mouth goes numb. For any gum? Chum. 
This sure is fun. Eddie gum, chum. Do the chewing hum. Yummy yum, yum. Rum pum pum. And that is how you do the chewing hum. Refrigerators, oranges and peaches, eagles, buffalo, bears and avocados, a city called Chicago, frightening tornadoes, tropics, desert, and snow. We've got rodeos and ranches, grapes upon the branches. We drink lots of Coca Cola and there's ice to crush. We've got Mormons, we've got Quakers, we've got towering skyscrapers, but no privies for us. Our lavatories flush. Do you drink tea? No, sirree. Speak Frequently. Do you play billiards? We shoot pool. Would you like a game of cricket? We don't understand the rules. Do you know Clark Gable? Is Harper really dumb? Have you ever had a Hershey? Have you hit a home run? Please give me an answer. Can you tell me, John? One last question. Have you got any gum? Got any gum, chum? We might have some. Any gum, chum? Now don't all scrum. It sure is yum. You can chew it till your mouth goes numb. Go any gum, chub. It sure is fun. Any gum, chub. Do the chewing hum. Yummy yum, yum. Rum pum pum. And that is how you do the chewing hum.